hanohano o kona kai opua i kalai, kona kai malino, kona ike kai ma oki oki, ano ai na hoa hoolohe, eia kako ia aina kaulana o kona. Mahalo ka huiho ana no keia huakai, makaleo o kauluau. Aloha to all of our listeners. We find ourselves in Kona on the island of Hawaii, a peaceful land where clouds may be seen on the horizon where sky meets sea, a sea that's calm and also distinctively streaked. Velina mai, welcome to Kaleo o Kauluau. Aloha le, my amazing co-host. Aloha, Drew. You're just as awesome. <laughs> Today we're privileged to not only hear mo'olelo of this awesome moku or district of Kona, but also get to spend time with our friend Ku'ule Kealani. I know, right? What an honor and pleasure. Could you tell us a little bit about Ku'ule? Most definitely. Born and raised in the uplands of Pu'uanahulu in North Kona, Roberta Ku'ule Kealani comes from a family of hardworking men and women. Her grandmother fished for Opelu alongside her father in Ki'ilai in South Kona, and her grandfather was a paniolo for over 65 years at the Pu'uwa'awa'a Ranch in North Kona. Ku'ule's mother, a native of the northern Cree people, and her father followed in the footsteps of his father and are the primary people who raised her to become the person that she is today. Ku'ule has been in cultural education since the early 1990s and was part of the team who opened Punanaleo in Moimea. Members of that team found their paths intersecting once again as they went on to create and develop Kanuoka Aina New Century Public Charter School's early childhood program, Malama Poki'i. Learning from what she deems the two greatest teachers, Kuule continues to learn from the elders in her family and community, as well as the landscapes and seascapes, Kupuna. Kuule is privileged to care for Vahipana in the ancestral homelands of North Kona, as well as Waimea in her life's work. You may find her one day on the upper slopes of Hualalai restoring tomorrow's native forests or being waist deep in the fish pond at Kiholo restoring the ancient Hawaiian system of growing fish the very next day. No matter where you find Kuule, you may hear a story or two being conveyed or the significance of place names being spoken. She's happy to share her knowledge that stems from a long line of heritage keepers and she considers her work a hereditary koleana. Her three daughters will someday assume their places in this succession that they are honored to uphold. Along with her husband and children, they continue to live the ways of their people close to the lands that they so love, cultivating and growing much of the food to sustain their lives. This ohana lives the olalonoeo he ali'ika aina he kawake kanaka. The land is chief served by the people. Let's go over to Ku'ule now. Aloha e Ku'ule. We're happy to be here with you today and are excited to learn more about the Mo'olelo and place names of Kona. Aloha Nui. Thank you for inviting me and having an opportunity to certainly elevate this landscape and the places and spaces of kūpuna that have traveled, these places and spaces that we now travel. And um, so mahalo for the opportunity. Mahalo Nui. We're so glad to have you here today. And as part of every one of our podcast episodes, we establish and affirm our affiliations, our pilina. So I can't help but reflect on my personal history with you, my friend, that formally began in 2009 when you hosted our Geography Hawaiian Studies Learning Community at Kalaimano in Kona. And um, that was 
we appreciate you sharing that space with us. Um, the Ma'olelo Vahipana, the Ike Kupuna, the Hana Noeo, and your familial ties to that area. Um, at the, as I mentioned to Lokelani Brandt at the very beginning of this podcast series, that that experience was a pivotal one for me as an educator and also as a learner. So I mahalo you greatly for that. And I've, um, I've never really been the same since that experience. And since then, um, we've had the pleasure of you graciously hosting my haumana at the different vahi that are strung along the lands of Kona um, year after year, semester after semester. And every experience is treasured by my haumana and myself. So we're very appreciative of you being here with us and this relationship that I have with you. Mahalo. Well, you know, I uh, feel the same, think the same, and reflect on that time every semester, um, back to that original Kalaimano, I think it was Kilohi Kalaimano mm -hmm. program, but uh, the sentiment is mutual. As one of those who have had the pleasure of visiting Kiholo and literally being healed by the waters there, uh, being welcomed fully with aloha, a smile, and a hug by you and the hui aloha Kiholo ohana, I am just so happy and humbled to welcome you here to our podcast because it is because of you that I was able to experience different winds of Kiholo and Kona, hearing the entrancing sounds of the ili'ili tumbling in the waves, and learning mo'olelo that bring deeper appreciation for place in history and, of course, the gratifying work at the Lokoi'a. Mahalo ya o And mahalo to place, yeah, that receives us in those ways and place that so solidifies in many ways us, us as kanaka. Uh, so, yes, I too can't wait for the next time. To be out and about in, in these panna, the special, special places. Mahalo. Well, we invite you to um, go right ahead and share mo'olelo vahipana that you may have associated with the moko of kona and perhaps other moko as well. And um, feel free to share with us whatever details you would like. Any inua aina or place names, yeah, because that's an important part of our podcast as well. So... Um, we look forward to hearing what you have to share. Mahalo Nui. I'm going to start off with this um, piece that I wrote on uh, Tuesday, February 28, 2017 at 12.30 p.m. I usually always try to imprint place and time or, um, of course, the date that I compose a particular piece. So few years now, and this one is directly linked to Mo'olelo. And I think it was actually either prior or right after I had spoken a story that this really came, because I had a student actually ask me, was that for real, Lenti? Hmm. And I said, sure, sure. It absolutely was for real. Um, and a lot of these things needed to be seen, ironically, if that, that you needed to close your eyes to see these things. So it happened really in that imagination space, that through your imagination, you could see these things. But yes, to answer your question, yes, these things absolutely happened. 
So I wrote this piece called The Imagination Place. It is an invitation I extend. Come to the place of imagination. It is here that one can look into the past. Questions nudge at you and definition take form. How do they look? Look into your mind. What do you see? Travel, my sweet one. Go about your way. Voyage in and through the space of story. Envision or re-envision the scene, the people, the events that took place. Allow them not to be unfamiliar. It is a part of you, your history. Allow the memory of the ancestors to get a foothold. Your DNA knows. Let it come into your consciousness. See with your heart, not with your eyes. Resist the temptation to say that it is impossible. Let it be possible. It is here, this place of imagination, that you will find your history, your identity, your truth, yourself, perhaps. This place of imagination is not far off. It can be found wherever you find yourself. Access, open and free, anytime you wish it to be. Ancestral images and renderings are conjured, a privileged vantage point that you see. You see, my dear one, this imagination place I tell you of is really your stories, stories of your people, stories of these places. They are instruments by which one can retreat to the privacy of one's own thoughts. Who but who will accept the invitation? Come away with me to the imagination place. Hmm. Mahalo oh. Nui for sharing that with us. I get chicken skin. And that reminds me that almost every time we have Huokai with you, Kule, you bring out your poetry for my students, which is so wonderful for them to see and to hear. So thank Mahalo. you. Mahalo. It opens a different space, yeah. It's like, oh, um, your own self sometimes can get in the way of, should I? Maybe not. Mm -hmm. Will they like it? I'm not sure. Ah. Lo'o. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for that, that space, right, that allows and um, is safe space to, to puka that because, oh, so vulnerable perhaps and, oh, exposed perhaps. So I'm grateful and thankful for those times that these, uh, the words don't just live on the pages of these journals, but they can find voice, have voice and be voiced and perhaps affect, influence to some extent, to some degree. So mahalo. Mm -hmm. Mahalo. Oh, yeah, no. Okay, we are going to get into just that, right? The imagination space, this calling forward, seeing everything that happens, building the images of these people and, and the scenes that take place. We're going to bring forward this particular ka'au, very much seated in this moku of kona, my homelands, my vahikupuna, my aina aloha of North Kona, Kekahavai Ole. And this story is actually going to reside or does reside in 
North Kona too, which is Kona Kai Opua. We have come out of my homelands, Kekahawai Ole North Kona One, but the travels and the Huakai bring us through the Aina of Kekahawai Ole North Kona and actually onward into Kohala Loko. So this particular ka'au that is called Kaulana Poki'i will, uh, will do exactly that. It'll huaka'i, take us to, to different places and uh, a different moku, uh, taking us from kona into kohala. But this ka'au is one that uh, I do not hear too often. I, I can't say that I've heard prior to looking into the old documents, the Hawaiian language newspapers, the, uh, of course I knew of these places, but I never knew them as people, much less this ka'au. And so I'm happy to share this ka'au of kaulana poki'i with, with all of us. So please see uh, a chief and a chiefess, husband and wife. Her name is Lani Hau. His name is Kaumalu Malu. And to this couple are going to be born 10 children, five boys and five girls. Beautiful. And when you, you hear the names, particularly of the girls, you're going to say, oh, I've heard that before, the Miley sisters. And, um, and so in this account, it actually is going to call forward Miley Laulii as the eldest. Uh, then comes her sister, Maile Kaluhea, and then Maile Pakaha, and then Maile Haivale, the last sister, Kaulana Poki'i, five in all. Then it says to the brothers who grow to become expert fishermen, particularly Aku fishermen, and the brothers, Mumu, Wawa, Aheva Heva, Lulukaina, and Kalino. Ten children born to Lanihau and Kaumalumalu. See that these children mature and they grow older. And the eldest, Maile Laulii, wants a man. Hmm. She will suggest to her sisters, hey, Huakai, actually she says, makaikai kako, helepumeau, come with me. We will go makaikai through the lands and we're actually destined for Kohala. I'm going to find a man from Kohala. <laughs> he will be our husband. Of course, the sisters say, my lelauli, sure. We shall go makaikai with you and to seek out a husband, surely we shall go. Bid Lanihau, their mother, father Kaumalumalu, and the five brothers farewell. The sisters are going to set out on their way. So if we know the lands of Lanihau and Kaumalumalu, where this story originates in this land section of Holualoa, it says that they're going to pee. They come to a land section called Huehue. There in the uplands of Huehue, Maile Laulii is going to, this is beautiful, what catches her eye is the white sands of Kiholo. Hmm. She says to her sisters, Eihuana, that's where we shall go. We're going to go on to Kiholo. From Kiholo, we're going to go on to Kalahuipua'a, to Kapalaua, to these beautiful places along this shoreline. And so they do. They have a stop, actually, at Kalahuipua'a. 
What stops them? A man. Tall, handsome. Oh, they say, we're going to pause here. His name is Puoko. And this tall and handsome man, of course, takes a look at my Lelaoli'i. They lay under the same cup of sheet that night. They're going to be man and wife. The sisters, however, wake the next morning and they see Puako transporting, if you will, kai. And he's filling all of the kaheka and the pohopa'akai with kai. And they're saying, oh, Puako is a salt maker. They, they quickly say, say to my lilauli'i, sister, we, we can't know this kind of hana. This is hana nui to hana pa'akai. Our ili, our skin is going to become like the windward bark of the noni tree. Let us not stop here. And you told us, remember, you told us we were going to Kohala. We haven't even made it to Kohala. <laughs> My lelaulii, shall we continue our huaka'i and our maka'ika'i into Kohala? Oh. My Lelaoli'i says, yeah, you're right. Puako, although handsome, tall, he is a salt maker. And we would all become salt makers, shall we remain here with him? So surely, sisters, let us push on. Leave Kalahui She Actually, it says she has a conversation with Puako, and she says, you know, my sisters have reminded me that our huaka'i is actually we're destined for kohala so and beautiful because it says that puoko understands <laughs> and he bids the sisters farewell and on they go to kohala they're going to come to a place called kukuipahu and at kukuipahu kohala they see the chief are made aware of his presence chief hikapoloa of kohala Hikapoloa, a single man, there in, in a, a place, uh, Pu'uepa and Pu'uki, particularly above Kukuipahu, says, oh, five lovely maidens of Kona have just come into my vahi. Who is this? My Lelauli'i. He's going to take her for his wife. So the sisters, it says, at this point, assume... Residence in Kohala. Some time goes by. One of he, Chief Hikapolo's uh, fishing expeditions is going to make their way into Kona. Lo and behold, to Holualoa. Who do they come across? The five brothers out Aku fishing. And it says that these brothers were definitely what we would term lehua, mm. expert fishermen. And they say they're going to, beautiful again, it talks about the canoes being weighted down with dry aku, fresh aku. And they're saying, take this home. And they provision the fishermen of Kohala with this aku fish from Kona. And upon getting back to Kohala and, and giving forward, right, these gifts of aku, the sisters kind of question, Maile Laulii says, where did you get this aku fish from? Oh, some fishermen. They were at uh, Holualoa. I believe brothers. Mailelauli'i says, those are our brothers. All five of them. Mumu, Wawa, Ahevaheva, Lulukaina, and Kalino. Those are my kaikunane. 
Hikapolo says, oh, your brothers. Oh, those are my brother-in-laws. Well, perhaps I could, as chief of Kohala, obtain a, a pahiaku. I should have one of those lures. So being that they are my brother-in-laws, I'm going to send back some of my fishermen to go request a pahiaku. I should possess one of these. And look at the fish that was brought back to Kohala. Indeed, this pahiaku is a successful hook. And I should have. I should have. So that comes to pass. The fishermen return back to Kona. Ask of the brothers, Chief Hikapolo, your brother-in-law, is requesting, wanting a pahiaku. The brothers, no question, furnish a pahiaku. Says, here, take this mother of pearl, right? Aku, fishy lure, back to the brother-in-law. He can have this. Freely they share. Hikapoloa one day decides, this is the day. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go fishing with my pahiaku. Indeed, I will return home. With my va'a full of aku, for right, my brother-in-laws have given and furnished me with this pahiaku. I will be successful. Aoleloa. On <laughs> this particular day, if we could imagine, Hikapoloa goes out. He makes all the plans, tells his fishermen, we're going to go out. We're going to go lava'a. But it says that he holds the pahiaku. And it says he holds <laughs> the pahiaku and feels that the, the aku fish should be jumping into his va'a by their own accord. Aoleloa. It says that his fishermen who are out with him um, have been there so long that they are stiff with cold. And they return unsuccessful. So if you can imagine, this uh, makes... Chief Hikapolo are pretty upset. He says, this is grounds for which I should and could kill my brother-in-laws. They did not give me the pahiaku, that, that is the successful one, that the aku love. And for that reason, I'm going to put them all to death. I will kill them. As the story says, there's going to be a time in Kona where uh, there is no food. This whole moku is going to suffer from famine. And it says that the only moku or district on this island that food could be, be found was Kohala. And, and it's the youngest, the muliloa. Kalino says, oh, our sisters. Let us go, go to our sisters. Surely they will come to our aid they will provide us food and we can bring back home. And so they go. Five brothers set sail from Kona and it says they will land at Kukuipahu, which is the common landing of canoes of various places when they arrive in Kohala. They arrive at Kukuipahu. And so it is. Brothers arrive. Hikapoloa, meanwhile, please know that he has the plan. And he says, my brother-in-laws will come and you are to send, because he has set the watchman there. And he says, you are to only send up one at a time. 
only one. And indeed, their first question will be our sisters. Let us see our sisters. But you are to tell them, oh, no, first you go fetch, go get food from your brother-in-law. He awaits you. He Kapoloa has a person at the door of his hale, right? As instructed, one brother at a time. Climb up to Pu'uiki. That's where Hikapoloa's residence is. So here goes the Hiapo, Mumu, with an aku in hand, makes his way up to Pu'uiki. It says uh, that he's going to call out. The watchman at the door says, Komomai, come inside. And as... Mumu enters, he enters head first. Away. The watchman at the door, it says, beheads Mumu. As the plan was intended by Chief Hikapoloa, feeling that the brothers had perhaps tricked him, not given him the right pahiaku. As each brother makes their way to Pu'uiki, to the house of their brother-in-law, Hikapoloa, each time. Following the beheading, it says that they question Hikapoloa. Each brother will say, what is the fault of the man? Why has the man be be killed and suffered this treatment, being beheaded. What is the fault of the man? This question each time posed to Hikapoloa, and Hikapoloa answers, it is the pahiaku that was given, not the right pahiaku. You have reserved the pahiaku that the aku fish love. And it is for this reason, the fault of the man holding back and withholding from me, the chief of Kohala, Hikapoloa, this pahiaku that I should rightfully possess. Such is the fault of the man. Each brother questions. Each brother is responded to in this way and in this manner by Hikapoloa. And so it is, the brothers had said, one at a time we will go up. And each one has fallen to that particular fate of being killed by their brother-in-law, Hikapoloa. Please see and know that at this time, my Lilauli'i is Hapai. She and Hikapoloa have conceived a child. The five sisters know not that the brothers have arrived, for they have been confined in their halau, busy with a haku mele. They were composing a name song, a mele inoa for this child that was going to come forward. And so they knew nothing of what had happened to the brothers. But, and until... It says, it begins to pace the hale back and forth and back and forth. And she actually begins to weep. And my Lilauli'i says, 
what what is troubling you? We we are in the midst of hakumele for my child. Why why do you pace back and forth and and why are these tears coming forward? And Kaulana Poki says, sister. My little I see all of our brothers. I see their spirits and they are headless. Po'o ole. My little says, what? How? She says, your kane, your man, your husband, Hikapoloa, has killed every single one of our brothers. He has beheaded them. I see them all. And my little all of the sisters, it says, begin to weep. And quickly, though, it says that Kaulana Poki says to them, Stop, Woki, stop this crying. I know what we shall do. She says to Maile Lauli, Sister, prepare yourself. I will call forward your child. Maile Lauli says, But but it is not time. Birth time is, is not yet. She says, I will call forward your child. You will birth your child. When, when your husband, Hikapoloa, hears his child, he will be sure to enter this hale, and I will deal with him. My Lelaulii and the sisters, it says, prepare. With the powers of Kaulana Pokii, she calls forward the child. At the same time, it says that she is calling forward the mist and the fog for all of that to come and close in. The child is brought forward. Kaulana Pokii lifts the child, and sure enough, with the, the uwe, the, the crying of the child, right, announcing its arrival, surely Hikapoloa enters. Kaulana Pokii at this time will call to all of the forms of her sisters, Maile Kaluhea, Maile Pakaha, Maile Laulii, Maile Haivale, and she's even calling forward the Ie Ie vines, and she says, come and close this hale. Hikapoloa and his kahuna kehone are the two that have entered upon hearing the child. And it says that as the hale begins to be closed and consumed by all of these maile and ie ie vines, kehone, the kahuna is going to plead with kaulana pokii. And he says, please, I have no wrong. I have no fault. Please let me escape with my life. And it says that... Kaolana Pokii will part all of the vines, and she says to Kehone, exit. He, Kapoloa, will be consumed in this. So here comes this time where Kaolana Pokii says, I shall restore my brothers. We, sisters, we have dealt with He, Kapoloa. The Hale was actually set a fly, uh, set a fire, a blaze, burn, ah, ikeahi, pau, ikeahi. So Kaulana Pokii says, we will now begin the workings of restoring our brothers. And so beautiful because it says that she exits and this is who she has conversation with, the smoke the smoke, because she is going to address Kauahi. She sees five imu, one for each of her brothers, and each were ignited by a different wood, 
a, a different native wood was each emu prepared and each brother placed in. So to call forward the smoke of these woods, first she says, Eh, eh ka'uahi o piko? Perchance, have you seen my brother? And the smoke of the opiko says, yes, I have. It is by my wood, my smoke, that your brother was laid in this umu. So I have seen your brother. And you see there by the sugarcane waste, your brother's bones are there. Then Kaulana Pokii says to the aaka, the smoke of the aaka, and beautiful because she says, Eka uahi aaka, and your aala e ehoni maine, your fragrance that you bring forward. Have you perchance seen my brother, Wawa? And the smoke of the aaka says, Yes, I have. It is by my smoke in my wood that your brother was placed in the emu, so I have seen him. And you see by that refuse pile, his bones are there. So the opiko, the aaka, the mamane, the pua, and the alani, all five of these native beautiful woods, Kaulana Pokii has conversation with their smoke. And she begins her working, and she goes to that, that pile with the sugarcane waste, retrieves the bones of her brothers, and she restores their life. Each one, Mumu, Wawa, Aheva, Heva, Lulukaina, and Kalino, restored to life. Uaola ho. The siblings at this point say, we will return home. We will leave Kohala. And to this, this group, the siblings, 10 total, they make a pact. They say, never, never shall we of Kona come and sleep under the same kappa sheet with folks of Kohala. And so it says that not only the 10 siblings, but the children that follow them will hold this oath to not have the Kona and Kohala genealogies in their family mix. And so the, the 10 children of Lanihau and Kaumalumalu return home to their lands of Holualoa Kona and remain. Eyala Uaikea. Kupa Naha, mahalo nui for that mo'olelo. So much ike is just left for us to learn and process and there's so many different relationships you see. There's place names and people and plant names and we're so fortunate to have these mo'olelo of our kupuna to look into. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wow. 
I'm still I'm still trying to process that story, Kuule. Um and I'm I'm wondering if maybe you could just take us through um that maybe the list of those those people, those place names that you began with, um, starting in around Holualoa and taking us up into Kohala. Surely. I indeed I think I've I say this a lot where Mo'olelo, right, it has so many different functions, purpose, and intent, surely lessons, morals, um, values, all of those things come forward. But for me, in many ways, Mo'olelo are maps, any Mo'olelo, any place. Uh, it's going to give you a helu or a list. It's going to take you here, there, everywhere. So perhaps, um, particularly, and for us in Kona, we have our Kamiki Maka Iole Ka'au also that whoa, hundreds of place names unfold in that, that Ka'au, Kamiki and Maka Iole. But for this one in, in Kaulana Poki'i, this Ka'au, indeed it is the same, Mo'olelo is a map. And so, yes, it says, right, when you just look at the parents, Lanihau and Kaumalu Malu, bring out a map. You will find Lanihau and Kaumalu Malu, Holualoa. And beautiful because they also talk about Holualoa out in the ocean, right? That the brothers were fishing in Holualoa. And that tells you that our Ahupua'a stretches out. Mm-hmm. It does not end at the, at the um, water's edge, but rather the Ahupua'a extends out, which encompasses fishing rights, your near shore fisheries, your, your out, you know. So um, Holualoa, yes, is a land division section, but also Holualoa in the kai. And so that the sisters, when they're going to maka'ika'i and they leave the lands of their parents and, and Holualoa, they go to Huehue, North Kona. They peer down to the white sand beach of Kiholo. Then you know they're proceeding north. Now they're getting into Kalahuipua'a, uh, what well, Kapalawa, Kalahuipua'a. Now they've actually the next place named is actually Kokoiki. They arrive in Kohala at a place called Kokoiki. And and when the brothers land their canoe, I'm not going in sequence here, but when the brothers arrive, they land their canoe at Kukuipahu. Then Pu'uepa is named, Pu'uiki is named, um, certainly. And I think if I'm re- recalling and recounting right, those were all of the place names that surface in this ka'au. And so, indeed, truly, Mo'olelo is a map. Mm. They are maps. Our stories are maps. Um, and, and I think that is very clear and very ed- evident, not just in this Mo'olelo, but perhaps any mo'olelo, any ka'au will walk you through places and the travels. I mean, from this island all the way, right? Hi'iaka and wahine oma'o and pa'uopala'a's, same, that, that, huaka'i on from island to island to island. So mo'olelo as a map, aye, mo'olelo as a, a map. Mahalo nui ku'ule for sharing your leo, your voice with us. It's always a pleasure to have you share Mo'olelo and to be in your presence. Mahalo to me. We are so grateful to be here with you today. It is mutual for me to share this time and space with you all as well. And so my mahalo to you folks for first the, the noi or the ninao and the noi and the kono and then the, the ho'ea and the 
hana, ho'oko, um, all of it, mahalo nui. Mahalo me kapalena ole ya oko, e kolu ya oko apo. Mahalo. Miki aloha. Aloha. That wraps up another episode of Kaleo Kauruau. We hope you enjoyed every moment of it. Mahalo for listening. Yes, mahalo. Also, don't forget to check out our story maps on the Kaleo Kauluau blog to follow along with each episode. And don't forget to visit us on Facebook and Instagram for episodes of Inoa Matters and Heikokua and other good stuff. Until then, ahui ho. Aloha. Aloha.